Hey girl, hey, welcome to the Unicorn Podcast, Queens Encouraging Queens, it's your girl, Miss K. Whether you're an entrepreneur, a business owner, a stay-at-home mom, or a single queen just living her best life, I know that every single one of these episodes is going to have something you can resonate with. So take what sticks and leave the rest because it's all about you living your best life. After you've listened, please let me know your thoughts and your feedback. I can't wait to hear from you. I'm so excited for today's episode, so let's just get right into it. Hello, queens. Welcome to another episode of the QEQ podcast. It's your girl, Miss K. I am really excited to talk about today's topic. Um, as the title can suggest, the mind and brain distinguished um, between each other is something that isn't really talked about a lot. I've, well, at least it has never been discussed. I didn't even really ever understand um, that the mind and the brain were two different things. And I'm really excited to dive into this in this today's episode because I have been reading this book called Super Brain. Um, it was written by Deepak Chopra and Rudolf Tanzi. Um, I might have really butchered those names and I apologize, especially Deepak. Um, is it Deepak? Deepak and Chopra or Chopra? I really... I don't want to mispronounce it, but I am sure I did. So I have been reading this incredible book called Super Brain. And I actually, a really cool story about how I even found this book was um, I had gone to donate blood, I believe, with my mom. And we were in a mall. It's like uh, down in downtown Calgary. And I went into a little store and it was I think it was called like a Tibetan hut or something like that and it was really really cool inside it just had such a cool energy when you walked in it was so spiritual um and it had all kinds of you know meditation accessories type things mats and books and magazines and crystals and cards and music and all this kind of stuff and I picked up a couple books. Um, I picked up this book, Super Brain, and another one called You Are the Universe. And I have not really dug into them. I started reading both, which is what I do with almost all of my books. Um, I start reading and then I always stop eventually. But I have been so good since the beginning of the year. I have probably read, I think, six or seven books by now. This is, might be my seventh or eighth. Um, and I've just been on a roll. And so I finally decided to dig into this book. And this book is taking me a little bit longer to go through because it is so heavy, but um, also life-altering, okay? So the fact that I'm reading this book now after I purchased this at the mall a couple of years ago, and it's literally just been sitting on my shelf, is so beautiful. Another one of those things where everything always works out at the perfect time. And um, in this book, I, from what I've gathered so far, I would say I am maybe just under halfway through this book. And we've already covered in the book a distinguished um, a distinguishment between the mind and the brain. And I was really blown away as I started understanding how the brain works. And the great thing about this book is it's not woo-woo, it's not fluff. It's really going into the neurological functioning of the brain. Everything from the synapses to the dendrites and how things are formed and how things work. And it's deep, but it's, I mean, if I can understand it to a degree, um, 
I'm, I'm sure anybody could. Uh, I will definitely need to read this again multiple times, but I've already gathered so much just from what I know. And the brain is one of the most incredible things I have been reading about. And what's even more incredible is that our mind and our brain are two separate things. And for me, I was like, when this concept was really driven home to me and I started to understand it, I was like, yeah. Oh, what? Like, I've always just considered my mind and my brain to be the same thing. And I'm going to really loosely paraphrase what I've learned and read in this book. I am not going to do it any justice in my explanation. I highly recommend you make this book um, a challenge for yourself to read because it will change your life. It will drastically change your life. Um, and so the brain is... The, the part of our being that has been programmed since we have been, we came out of the womb from our families, our communities, our teachers, our siblings, our friends, the environment, um, television, movies, blah, blah, blah. And it has created patterns and habits and different kinds of things. And our mind is almost like, um, it is the, the version of, your being that controls the brain ultimately the mind is it's like your there's a part in this book that says your brain is constantly listening to your thoughts and through that your brain then causes you to live a life um by you know it causes you to live a life in accordance to your 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 thoughts and the way that it works is you know it's, it's like that saying, it's really easy to spot a yellow car when you're looking for a yellow car. Um, but you're not going to notice a yellow car if your eyes aren't paying attention to a yellow car. If you're not even thinking twice about yellow cars, you're not going to notice yellow cars anywhere. But when you're, let's say you're shopping for a new car and you really like that yellow Kia Rondo, I don't even know if it comes in yellow, but we'll just say, you're going to notice that yellow Kia Rondo until you buy the car right? You're going to be like, Oh, I just saw one of those cars. I've been looking at it because your brain is now in tune with the thoughts of what you are producing, that it is aware of the situation and your reality that matches those things. And that plays into every part of our life. Now, the really cool thing I want to use as an example that I personally have learned, um, to, I shouldn't say learn to master, but I am going to continue to evolve to master my brain to work in my favor this way is the distinguished. I was, I was working out recently and I have been working out for hours a day on my, my treadmill. I can walk for at least two hours really easily. Um, I'm probably going on almost three hours now. I just get lost in my work as I'm working. I have to distract myself though. When I'm on the treadmill and I'm working at a pace um, that challenges me, that makes me sweat, but is also a pace that I can work at, I have to distract myself because it's easy for my body to be like, or my my brain to be like, Oh girl, you did. Like you can't, there ain't no way you gonna make it past 60 minutes. You think you're gonna do 60 minutes? You already dying at 50. Like tab out. We're done. We're done. Finish the 20. Go to 20. You good. This is literally what happened to me the other day. And I was walking and I wasn't really focused on work. I wasn't doing anything. I was just kind of in my brain. I was in my head thinking about things. And I, I was getting so tired. And I look over at the clock because I, I always set my function on the treadmill to my speed so that I don't see any of the 
the time. And I switched to the time to see what I was at and it was only at 15 minutes. And I literally felt my body go, oh God. And I was like, there ain't no way. There ain't no way I'm gonna make it 60 minutes. My brain started giving me every reason to tap out. I was literally like, and it felt so damn real, y'all. Like, it was like, I was really willing, really willing to throw in the towel at 20 minutes because I just felt like I didn't have it in me. I was tired. I was just gonna, I just wanted to, I just wasn't, my brain was producing the normal, um, it was producing the thoughts that would bring me back to whatever was comfortable and safe, right? Which means get back on the couch and go do more work on your computer because that's what you, that's what you know. It's where you're comfortable. This is not your normal routine, girl. What you doing? Why are we switching it up? This is unknown. We uncomfortable right now. The brain is never going to really be comfortable with things that are unknown and new until you learn to, your brain learns that it's a safe place, that it's okay. And this is one of the biggest things that's so hard to change with habits. Um, it really takes that whole mind over matter saying to a brand new level for me. And I'm walking, I'm about ready to tap out. I literally have made a, my, my decision in my head that, yeah, I'm just going to try to do 20 minutes. Maybe I can't even push it to 30. Let me put something on to try to distract myself. Let me get some work going here and just zone out and just see if I can do this and push through start going and I start going and I swear I may be batting an eyelid and then all of a sudden it was an hour later and I'm looking I'm like feeling I'm dripping in sweat but y'all I love it when I'm sweating that hard like I love it when I really my body is soaked because I'm sweating I love that feeling of knowing that I've really pushed myself and I feel good and I've done something good for my heart my heart is happy and all that kind of stuff and I just had so much joy and I started realizing, I was like, man, my brain was tripping me out there. My brain was fucking me up. Pardon my language, but I'm not going, you know, it's, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably really f- used to me cursing. But anyway, my brain was messing with me. My brain was playing games on me because my mind was ready and willing to work that 60 minutes or get lost in my work and just work until all of a sudden my hands were too sweaty to hold the mouse. And when I looked and it was 60 minutes, I almost started crying because I'm like, my willpower, my desire, my motivation was there to to move, to move my body because I want to love my body and I want to be healthy. I want more energy. I want to focus on momentum and putting, not sitting and not being stagnant. I want to move my energy into the world and I want to be more conscious with my energy and my movement and my exercise. So it was like my mind was like evident to me that it's like that is mind over matter because when I realized I didn't tap out at 20 minutes I didn't faint I didn't die I'm not I'm not keeled over I'm fine I'm good in fact I could probably keep going I was like my brain why are you playing with me like that like this is like I really realized in that moment that conscious part of you that realizes and knows and feels and imagines and dreams like that part of you where you consciously think in your mind is that is, is it's your mind and and learning to be deliberate about what you're saying and feeding and programming yourself will shape your subconscious brain patterns and habits that drive you throughout the day because our brains we we live our lives i i don't know what the statistic or the ratio the part that i heard it's like 98 percent of our day is subconscious 
Now, if I lived that day, today, whatever day, but let's use that day as an example, as driven by my subconscious, I would have just stayed in my comfort zone and probably just did the bare minimum and just did what was like conscious, the subconscious programmed habits and beliefs that I have rather than being deliberate with my mind to practice mind over matter, mind over brain, and be deliberate to go for the things that I want and what I know is good for me and what feeds me. And I was really just shook up. It almost, it, it became so real to me how important it is to shape our thoughts and be deliberate about them. And this is like, this is the work that is so damn difficult because we're fighting against systems and programs and conditions that we have been surrounded and bombarded with since we came out of the womb. And, you know, depending on your, your atmosphere, your environment, who's around you, your friends and your family, sometimes that battle is a whole lot harder. I mean, if I had even half of the amount of friends that I used to have in my life, it would be this battle would be even 10 times stronger and harder because they weren't about that life. They were just completely on autopilot living life as it came to them, as they were conditioned, not being deliberate or conscious with their thoughts and their patterns and what they're saying or doing or believing about themselves. That was me for so long. And this book has opened up my eyes to really understand how everything I've been doing over the past couple of years and how I've evolved and changed and grown into this version of myself that I'm so proud of and that, that I'm continuing to dive deeper into is it stems from mind over matter. It stems from being conscious and deliberate to choose what I want to feed my brain with. And there are things that are so deeply ingrained with me that will probably stay with me till I die, okay? That work will never stop. Some of our pains and our traumas have to be deliberately and consciously healed. Some will carry through us. Um, and some we're meant to carry through our lives because they'll shape our compassion and our humanity and our empathy for people because we're able to relate and, and really resonate with people who need to hear hope. Because it's hard to hear hope from people if you don't resonate to their message, if you don't relate to them, if somebody grew up with a silver spoon in your mouth, you don't want to hear stories about the struggle. You don't want to hear that. You don't want to hear about bootstrapping businesses and building from the ground up with somebody who had a $25,000, you know, fallback cushion on that they could, you know, if something went awry, they could go to their parents or something, right? I mean, those stories are still powerful. I'm not negating them. But what I'm saying is your, sometimes our stories and the pains and things we go through are part of shaping us into that higher version. And the the main thing is when you're working to become a version of yourself that you are your goals and your dreams align with, you know, it's that whole aligned entrepreneurship thing that I love to talk and teach on. Um, it's important that you are really conscious and aware of how your brain is constantly listening to your thoughts. It is constantly listening to your thoughts. It is very aware of the programming of everything in the stimuli that is around us from the music you listen to, to how many times do you think you get caught up in the listening, um, playing songs in your head that you heard on TikTok? Or you're driving and you're just all of, an, all of a sudden, you know, I, I, none of them are coming to me right now, but any of the TikTok trends, A, B, C, D, and all of a sudden you just start singing it randomly out of blue or nowhere. You didn't even know what was going on. That is the subconscious at work. That is a pure prime example of the subconscious and what your brain is constantly listening to. And it is so powerful. It is so powerful when you take that charge and that 
that power back over your life to be as deliberate as you can. Now, like I said before, 98% of our days are subconscious. You're going you're gonna to get back into that subconscious autopilot zone. We all do it. But the point is, you get better and better and better at being conscious with making moves and thoughts, plans, actions, and steps towards that version of you that aligns with all of your goals, with your purpose, with who you want to be. For so long, I hated, I hated the pain that I carried in, in, in my life because it caused me to be a painful person. You know, hurt people, hurt people. I was so jaded. I had such a hard time trusting people. Um, in order to protect myself and my ego, I would either push people away, hurt them before they could hurt me, say or do things to ruin friendships. Um, I was I was triggered so easily. I would just get, everything was almost like a trigger to me because I was so bruised. Everything was sensitive. And that caused me to eventually develop a very, 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 very hard shell um, that became almost impenetrable to even love and kindness. Because what happens is, is you can't, when you start to form that shell against, you know, being hurt, you really put a shell up against everything, right? Because you don't trust the good people in your life because they're going to hurt you and the kind people because they're going to hurt you. And it just becomes something that then keeps you from that thing that we're meant to have, which is companionship, love, community. We're here because we are all very social creatures. That doesn't even matter if you're an introvert. I am such an introvert. But the moment that I am talking on my podcast, coaching, helping somebody navigate problems, I light up. And when I'm around the people that resonate with me, that relate to me, that come to me for advice or my family or or my close friends, that part of me comes alive. And that's how it's supposed to be. We're supposed to be surrounded and in community. And it is difficult when we create those shells. And I didn't like who I was becoming. I really did not like that person. I I hated I hated it. I was so miserable and I was so sad. And I wanted so bad to be a version of me that that lifted up, that was kind, that was generous, that was loving, that was trusting that was able to not put expectations on people just to love them anyway. And I just wanted to to be that person for myself first and foremost, because I more than that, I wanted genuine friendships and love and kindness and companionship and community. And eventually those desires led me to being very deliberate about what I was thinking and being conscious with my thoughts so that my brain, and that is the healing work. That is something that now, especially that I have all this new perspective on and, um, you could, like, I'm going to use the word enlightenment on because I feel like I've been enlightened on this subject for myself, um, is something now that I'm going to really put into even more of my own spiritual and personal development practice because I've seen it play out and I didn't even know it was playing out through the steps and through the things of of the work that I did to reframe my own narrative through conscious, deliberate decisions about what I was thinking and saying, believing and um, being for myself, they started to develop parts of me slowly and small in small ways that were really huge ways. Because in just a matter of years, and I'm going to say two and a half years now, my life has done such a 
insane 180, an absolute 180 that I don't even recognize the old me. When I think about the old me, I'm like, I feel like I'm telling a story of a movie or something that I saw because it doesn't feel like it's so, and that's, I, I just really want to share, um, the, that, the power that I feel like this book has really allowed me to see behind our, our thoughts, our mind and how it is mind over brain. It's mind over matter. It's mind over everything. That mind is that consciousness that is in your head, the awareness of your thoughts and your being and your feeling as to why you're feeling something and, and looking into it and, and then, f- and healing those things. And, and developing into the person that you want to be because that consciousness and that awareness and that mindfulness and that deliberateness to be deliberate with your thoughts is going to continue to transform you. And I feel like when you have that a realization that your mind has the ability to reframe your brain to work in your favor that way, it is going to change your life and it's going to empower you and it is going to help you manifest that everything that you could possibly live, you, you could possibly want in your life. It's going to help you overcome things and create new habits and processes and, and, and systems in your life. It's going to really transform and up level who you are as a person because now you are deciding this is who I want to be. This is somebody that my, the version of me, like the working out version that I was talking about where I really realized I didn't die when my brain was telling me I was going to tap out. My mind was like, this is moving you closer to being who you want to be. Like it is, it, it, you are her, but you need to step into that now to manifest it. And this is how you're going to do that. Like show up for yourself. You know, you can do this. Like you're, you've done it before. You're, you good. You're not going to die. You're okay. <laughs> it's going to be uncomfortable. You're going to be sweaty, but you like being sweaty. You're going to be sore, but it's not too bad because you don't mind being sore from working out. It's also a rewarding feeling like you're going to be okay. Keep going. You're good. Distract yourself. And that's what happens is like distracting yourself, putting yourself in a place where your brain isn't in control of trying to form uh, those habits that keep you safe and comfortable, but allowing yourself with your mind to be deliberate about what you're choosing, thinking and saying and doing and being and hearing and listening and being surrounded by is going to transform you. So again, I really want to recommend this book, Super Brain by Deepak Chopra and Rudolf Tanzi. It has been amazing. It says, Super Brain, unleashing the explosive power of your mind to maximize health, happiness, and spiritual well-being. It's so, so good, and I recommend it. You're going to love it. You're going to be changed by it. Um, And so that is it. Guys, I'm going to wrap this episode up. I'm about 22 minutes in. I know we went off on a little tangents, um, but I really want to share that lesson that I've learned that I feel like is going to allow me to step into a greater version of myself. I've already, (laughs) I had some amazing news that I cannot wait to share with you that just happened yesterday. Um, And this whole mind over matter thing that really hit me on the treadmill the other day was just the day before. So I'm just excited um, because I see the power of what happens when you align yourself deliberately and consciously with your mind. And I want to share that with you guys. So I'm going to, I'm going to wrap this up now. You know me, I'm sending you guys all the love and good vibes. I cannot wait to talk to you in another episode and um, get the book. Okay. This is Miss K. I'm out for now. Talk to you later. Bye.